Okay. We're going to start with that. Didn't expect that video coming, did you? We're going to talk about that in a minute. But today we're going through some major earnings. Winners, losers, Netflix getting trash, and Lincoln goes full experiential. Get the bounce. Everywhere I go, All right. People really want to How many times can you I listen to this awesome track on a Thursday? <laughs> and the answer is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's you know, a we, lot. we talk about getting this artist to show up live at our next, like, standalone live event and come in and perform this song live. I think it would be hot. It would be, yeah, that like, and especially live, I feel like that would bounce so hard. Everybody would like everybody in the room. Oh, this is great. Right. Make <laughs> sure everything is just going. The bass, right. the jumps, everything. Um, Hey, you saw that video. What we want to remind you is that a Sodu family reunion remix is happening May 9th. We open tickets up. Uh, make sure you grab your tickets. Um, if you're a dealer, AutoFi, our friends there have paid for every dealer ticket. So if you're a dealer, just go make sure you register because it is a ticketed event. It probably will sell out. The energy is starting to build. We always see this happen, right? A month out, yes. right? People start to go. And then like three weeks in, two weeks in, people are like, oh crap, I better get my tickets. Um, it's probably going to sell out. We're going to have an awesome swag experience. It's going to be lots of great food, lots of great drinks, lots of great people. That's what oh, I'm excited about. That's what I'm most excited about. It's like they're just being around people, hanging out, having conversations. Not like just any so people. Not just any people. No. Like you got to look at the guest list of the people that are already special guests and it just, it just keeps building from there. Everybody's going to be like fireside chat with Eric and Tiffany and be like, <laughs> all right, so break it down for us. She's going to have a little entourage just rolling around, <laughs> rolling around. But yeah, certainly a lot of the videos you see from our live events, um, a lot more of them will be made at this event. So be there, be a part of the videos. We're going to do a lot of hosted live streams, uh, lots of content, lots of selfies, lots of swag, lots of fun. So uh, book it, go to asodu.com, very top. There's a little banner you can click, get your tickets now. Um, what else are we talk about announcements? We've been saying we have to get through announcements faster. And here we I are. I know, we got all things used minutes. cars tomorrow. We're running a remix of appraisals. Uh, it's nine Eastern. So uh, if you're not on Clubhouse, get on Clubhouse. All things used cars on Clubhouse tomorrow morning, led by David Long. You're not going to want to miss it. So just shout out to that for yeah. sure. And one of the most substantive conversations, I think, that happens in automotive every week is in Without a room. doubt. Um, we always say, we always say there's no reason why there shouldn't be 10,000 people sitting in that room listening across the industry. It is literally a gold mine for execution. For sure. Uh, what else? One more thing before we get into the news. We have some fun news to talk about today. Yeah. No, I, you know, yesterday we had a couple conversations about, uh, with, with some other partners, both, uh, people that were, well, actually someone that we're looking to bring on and, uh, and bring onto the team and then also another company within automotive. And what was really cool is, you know, the person that we're looking to bring on really gave us some insight into our business. Mm -hmm. And we were able to like reflect quickly because, you know, our head is down so far, like we're just running and going. And so it was like this little stopgap that said, oh, wait, think about these things, you know? And so that was a really cool experience for us to, for us to have that for, for our company. And then we were able to then pass that on when we were on a call with someone else you know, just an insight. It's like, hey, we're not in the in, in the weeds every single day. And this is, you know, our perspective and what we can see. And the feedback was really well received. And so just our encouragement is that as you have these conversations with people outside of your business, whether that be you encouraging them or them encouraging you, that collaborative approach in automotive, I think is really, really where we're going to find strength and not just feeling like you have to have a walled garden or that you can't speak into someone else. Um, and if we have that conversation with grace and then with understanding and receive feedback well, 
what's going to happen is everybody's going to be elevated within that. So just an encouragement from kind of our experience yesterday, which is really no neat. doubt. Objectivity is a total gift. Do not yes. undervalue objectivity. All right, let's get into some news. Like when companies start releasing earnings, it's like a treasure trove, right? Because uh, yeah. public companies, especially they, they like really give you a peek under the hood because they have to, because of regulations. So like you can learn so much. And Brian Kramer has actually taught me a ton about like the value that is buried in an earnings report. He's like, well, I'm telling you exactly what they're planning on doing. <laughs> right? right. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's wondering, he's like, well, I'll tell you exactly what they're going to do. So um, we're going to talk about three of them today. Uh, like two. We're going to talk about three things. Right? Three things. <laughs> We have two monies, right? Um, so we're going to talk about Lithia, Carvana, and then Tesla. So Lithia, listen to this. And I, I want to make, I want to point some attention to the, the big time diversity in these stories. They're very, very different. So Lithia comes out, their quarter one net income more than doubled, more than doubled. So think about this. It's up 119% year Yo. over year. That's more, I mean, that's, that's not like 101%. It's one, almost 120 their overall revenue is up 54%, right? So it's a quarter one record to 6.7 billion. Both their new and used car sales are both up 23%. Average gross profit per unit on new vehicles more than doubled to $6,179. F&I no. increased. And here's the thing too. Average cost of a new vehicle is up 16% over year over year. Average cost of a used car is up to 30,323 which is a 32% increase meaning i did the Isn't math i did a calculation Kyle i did a calculation <laughs> <laughs> that means last year the average cost of a used vehicle was $22,971 and now it's 30,000 man that is $140 a month in payment right there it's everything that's stack gas nuts. stack gas prices on top of that and look, what does that do to to an average budget? Blows it up. Well, okay. All right, let's... Oh, Potentially. But, yeah, because there's equity positions and cash down and trade equity and all that type of stuff. For so, new buyers. You know, that yeah. could be balanced for, for sure. Um, but, so, yeah, no, it's 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 really... A, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting change and to see Lithia just totally blow things up. And obviously, they've had a lot of acquisitions in Q4, Q1. Um, so that was part of it, but mm -hmm. also just the the net increase in total sales was a was a average gross profit right i mean this right. is a company on fire right now like in a yeah. good way right this yeah. is not and and this is this is following like a lot of quarters and a lot of years of like hey this was the best year ever this was the best year ever right um, it's just another hockey stick level curve of a company leaning in executing a strategy and just we were talking about it i don't know it was like a month or two ago rocketing not even rocketing up the list, but like taking that top three very seriously and yep. uh, a very steady march to number one. Let's contrast that with Carvana. So interesting. Right? You would think that they would kind of follow suit because like everyone's talking about, well, you can't lose in this environment. Well. <laughs> <laughs> they, they posted a net loss. This is this is what's crazy to me, and I get they're still like in startup mode. But there was this whole thing that came out. When do you get uh, out of startup year. mode officially? Yeah, I know, right? There's this whole thing that came out about this whole Ponzi scheme idea, and you know, you've had conversations with Ernie Garcia, and I think that they're really like I, I don't know if that's exactly what's happening, but the revenue being up fifty six percent year over year, yet 
the net loss of the company being up over 600%, meaning the company lost $506 million. Let's just call it half a billion. <laughs> just round it off. It's half a billion. It's, it's just, it's wild because everything else in the retail automotive sector is saying gross See? profit, net profit, everything is at an all-time high. And Ernie Garcia is having to explain to shareholders like why there is still a massive net loss mm -hmm. on the books. Mm -hmm. So, right. Um, yeah. So last year there was a net loss, but in the meantime, right. They, they post started posting profits and everyone's like, Oh, this is the point where it turns the corner last quarter or year or year Q1 last year, they posted an $82 million loss this year. Again, half a billion um, in a letter to shareholders, uh, Ernie Garcia, the CEO and Mark Jenkins, the CFO, um, called the quarter, quote unquote, challenging, uh, got a little more detail. And Ernie says, uh, I call him Ernie, I guess now, um, Q1, I would say <laughs> it looked like the industry environment was deteriorating throughout. Garcia said uh, during a Wednesday earnings call with investors and analysts, disentangling how much of that was affordability, how much was just general consumer confidence or interest rates is very hard. So you, you read that comment and you're like, yeah, there are a lot of factors at play, but it is very hard, I think, to separate that from what the retail automotive dealer network is doing. Right. Yeah. Because no, those is, two stories are very different. They're very, very different. And this is what's interesting to me about mass media and public companies that are, that are, you know, looked at by mass media very, very in, in a scrutinizing way is they, they have to make excuses sometimes based on perceived market trends. Yet what we find at the ground level is that those perceived market trends are actually not impacting consumer behavior. And so I, yeah, it's a very mixed message for me and I'm still struggling to kind of unpack it, honestly. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, like going through them this morning, building the show is like, well, this is an interesting story, right? right. So we're talking about it. Hopefully we get some more insights on it. Actually, I want to see what Kramer thinks about this. Um, let's, let's move to Tesla for a second. Cause Tesla had a whopper of an, of, of a shareholder meeting. The company reported 16.8 billion in automotive revenue up more than 87% year over year. So it's almost getting close to double. They recorded, uh, reported 18.76 billion in total revenue, more than a billion dollars over what analysts expected. Total profit um, is up 132% year over year. Total vehicle production was up 69%. Over year over there it year. is. So and that, that's the differentiator. Period. End of story. They just are able supply to get chain management. Out. They won. Yep. But think about it. It's like supply chain management. It's like there was a year ago the supply chain wasn't as big a deal, or was it? A year ago, I'm, man, time just has been in a vacuum. Like where were we last April? No, no, no. I think the variance is not like Q1 to Q1. There was not supply chain issues. Didn't hit till Q2 when the initial chip fire and things like that happened. Right. But I think the difference is that um, the downturn in supply chain management from other manufacturers that might have acquired or kept those customers, yeah, like they overcame. And so they saw the net increase in and, and really probably took market share um, away from those that couldn't manage the supply chain yeah. as well. Oh, that makes sense. So it's a little market share gain because they had the vehicles to produce um, either, either way, like they're getting it done from the manufacturing standpoint. I was thinking about it, like they really don't have a parts business, right? No. I'm like, what other revenue streams for the OEMs, right? It's like, well, part, uh, <laughs> like yep. 
not really a parts business. I, I don't know where the other revenue comes from. I don't know, flamethrowers and electric-powered four-wheelers, <laughs> I guess. Um, there are also another little interesting announcement that we'll talk about uh, at another time, but I just want to mention it. Um, they talked about a new robo-taxi production. Uh, they've been working on it, talking about it for a while, but they're start, starting to say, like, they're going to enter in, like, mass production of this by 2024. And it's, so it's, no steering wheel. That's <laughs> like I'm, that's gonna be so weird. Yo, yeah, I saw. I saw actually. There's there was a Cadillac. I think Cadillac had like a concept car, and uh, it, it's it's essentially like this really strange like bionic car thing, and you sit in it, and it's like a lounge chair, and there's actually a, like a widescreen yeah. IMAX theater TV in it, and like a little sliver lets you see out type of thing. It's very iRobot, very yeah. like futuristic, but that I mean that's the same kind of thing. You're like. Well, if you don't have a steering wheel, now you got more space to put people in the car oh, or, heck or yeah. cargo or anything like that, right? Just think about how much stuff you're going to buy on Amazon when you're in a car. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm not getting in a car with no steering wheel for a while because I've been in a Tesla no, no, in no, no, autopilot no. mode, and I'm really glad I had the steering wheel. Let's just put it there. Right. Like, yeah. Really glad because I don't, I don't trust that thing. I don't trust that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, when, that's when the robots take over, Kyle. Um, all right, so that, that's kind of the automotive purview that we wanted to give you. Um, let's talk about some other earnings and some uh, it's hitting back. We talked about Netflix last week, or was it early this week? Last week or early this week, their report came out, and it was just like a jaw-dropping moment for investors, and their stock plunged by over a third, 35%. Netflix, yeah. it's the worst performing stock on the S&P 500 or the NASDAQ 100. Literally, they lost a third of their value on the announcement of a net loss of subscribers. I'm one of them. There you go. I think it's like 54 million or something like that was the net loss in a day. Uh, I think I read no. somewhere. Did they really? Yeah, I mean, it was an absolute, an absolute ridiculous number. Um, no, they lost 2 million net loss over the quarter. So I don't know if they like had a big loss. I mean, they're, they're doing a bunch of, uh, sorry, fi 54 billion of market value. There you go. That's what yes, it is. Sorry. Yeah. That's so what it 54 is. Yep. billion of market value gone, lost over 2 million subscribers. Um, and they're trying to figure out what to do about it. Right. I told you why I, I left, right. I just got mad that I had to pay more for higher resolution. <laughs> and yep. now, now they're starting to crack down on people that share passwords Right. Like, oh, yep. like we have one Netflix account and like me and four of my friends share it. They're cracking down on that. Um, but even well, I so think there, I saw a couple articles that kind of related this to the Peloton issue. Right. That they saw such miraculous gains in, in early yeah. COVID times. And what people are doing is going, wait a second. That's not actually what I want to. Um, that's not actually how I want to in, like engage with my daily life like i don't well, have the need to, to have that there's other stuff to do now i'm busy especially yeah. business is bo booming for a, uh, for a lot of people um yeah so it's cool look at that brian ortega i just what a got guy. my netflix back thanks you brian just, <laughs> it's pass, well, it, password okay, so one that's the other password piece one everyone, with a capital p yeah right and that's what everybody else <laughs> kind of drew at was this this kind of uh, i think it's central american play toward testing the waters on password sharing and uh, a lot of people being like, yo, if you're going to crack down like that, we're not abusing this. But if you're going to be like that company, we out. They, you know, they so. should they should like have like a, you want an ad like an additional license kind of thing. Oh, you want you want two more passwords? Great. It's five dollars a month for the passwords. Right. That's what they were doing. So it was a core core cost and then plus two dollars per password. 
So there you go. We just solved all Netflix's problems. Um, broader broader uh, stem, 35% of Americans cut a monthly subscription in the past six months. So that is just a continuation of what we were talking about. People are like, nah, no, no, yes, I'll keep that. I'll get rid of that. And uh, Netflix is just on the downside, and we'll see if they can keep up. There's a lot of competition. Because they got to afford their space. $140 a month more car payment because the car is more important than the monthly subscription. Is that Whoa. how inflation works? <laughs> is that how inflation works? Whoa. <laughs> Came at them. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, the last thing we're going to talk about today. Sorry, Isaac, our producer. We, we were like, we're going to try to keep it tight today. And we didn't. We just didn't keep it tight. But this stuff is too good to keep tight. Uh, so we'll get through this one quickly. Do we have a picture of this one to put up on the screen? The Lincoln, the Lincoln, the Lincoln Star, Star concept. There it is. Oh, full experiential mode. Look at that thing. Look at look at the front, the front truck. That thing is beautiful. <laughs> and they go full Love experiential it. mode like this is just a concept car which you know like we'll see if it actually looks anything like this ever ever <laughs> comes to market like it right but but here's i the think deal. we're gonna get closer and closer to this as we go look at the front of that car it looks like if you can't see this it looks like the refrigerator right the freezer thing where you like open one lid and then you and pull out the other underneath thing that yeah there's a drawer underneath yeah for the, the people on the podcast so all the doors are open suicide style so the front door opens forward the back door actually opens backward uh giving you a big uh, entrance the the frunk the front because it's an ev of course right the lid is like elevated off the top of the trunk so you can get in luggage and lincoln has gone full like experiential mode listen to this they have multiple mood settings coastal mood uses gentle organic sounds of fragrance of sea mist and the soft warm glow of the sun so they're incorporating light scent and sound mindful vitality that has upbeat audio abstract artwork projected glowing light and a flowery fragrance and evening chill mirrors dusk with a calming night soundtrack i think it's lo-fi beats actually coordinated with night sky video and evergreen fragrance tell me that doesn't sound freaking awesome <laughs> it does sound cool like think about your okay what does it feel like to go to work and be energized for work what does it feel like to come home from work and feel rejuvenated before you see your family and your car brings you an experiential nature to be able to do that that's thinking outside the box i love it and the lincoln brand is kind of like that so i have i have i drive a lincoln and like when i download my app which is included kia in the purchase of the oh, vehicle just let really? you remember that but i also got <laughs> a free a free calm app subscription with it because they're like hey we're about we're about you like finding sanctuary in all of your life so a uh, very cool concept car i love where Does they're Matthew going with McConaughey this speak over it is that what happened <laughs> Yes. Hey, just relax. Relax. All right, all right, all right. Let's get all right, day. all right, all right. I wish I could do a better Beth McConaughey. But uh, there you go. That's how we, that's how we're rolling on Thursdays. There's a lot more coming. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter or go to asodu.com, click on the banner, join us at the family reunion. Until then, get a little objectivity into your business and like let's make a dent. <laughs>